Our meditation this morning is based on Genesis 32, verses 9 to 13. Genesis 32, starting in verse 9. It says, And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which says unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy, to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truths which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become to bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me. And the mother with the children, and, and thou saidst, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that same night. Let us leave it there. This is um, a prayer that Jacob uh, made the night before. I mean, the, before he spent the night wrestling with a man. We know that it was the angel of the Lord in, in the verses following. But I, I, I want to... Uh, I, I want us to meditate in this example of a sincere prayer. There are at, at least two things we could learn from this prayer. The first one is an appeal to the promises of God. Because Jacob makes a reference to Abraham and, and Isaac. And to them, God made promises. But also he appeals to the promise of God that, that, that God promised to him specifically. The second thing we, should, uh, we will see is the sincerity to recognize his fears and doubts and that he does not deserve God's favor. Prayer is not just positive words that we just say. Yes, we should be bold and express the wishes of our heart and ask from the Lord according to our necessity. But we see here that there is also an opportunity to rightly express our fears and doubts. From Jacob's prayer, we see an appropriate way to make appeals to God, and it is always based first on his mercy, and second, based on his promises and faithfulness. Jacob had good reasons to fear. If you know his story, he knew that he did not behave honestly in the past. He knew that it, it was possible that his brother could come wanting a revenge, a revenge and that would be 
a just consequence of his sins from the past. That is why he makes this confession in his prayer. For I fear him. Sometimes, by the grace of God, we face perils and situations where we are able to say, I fear not. But we should be honest and confess that in some other occasions, we do fear. What are our fears? Some of those fears could be the consequence of our past, in which case, We only can appeal to the mercy of God because even though God promises to forgive our sins if we repent, not all the time, not always we can escape from the consequences of our, sin, of our sins from the past. In this case, God did. God uh, helped Jacob. In our case, we have many things to pray for. In our case of this prayer meeting, and especially we want to see the hand of the Lord moving powerfully in our lives and our families and churches and communities. We want revival. We come here trusting in the promises of God, but we should acknowledge that Many times we have not been the best of Christians. We have not humbled ourselves enough to claim for God's immediate answer, have we? Another example of a right way to approach God in prayer, we can find it in Daniel's praying in chapter 9. In his book, he says, For we do not present our supplications before thee, for our righteousnesses, but for thy great mercies. When we pray, let us always remember that apart from Jesus' righteousness, apart from Jesus, our righteousness is none. And that is the reason why we need to pray with reverence, calling upon him the name of the only one who is righteous and He is our Lord Jesus. We may have bad thoughts about the possible outcome of situations that we are facing. I myself sometimes find myself fantasizing, imagining bad things and asking myself, what if this happens? What if that happens? And the way to deal with those negative thoughts is not just some positive words as if our words by themselves ha have any power. Instead, we should confess our fears to God and confess our doubts, which are sinful many times, and confess our weak faith, but then appeal to his mercy and believe that, that he is God. He is a faithful God who fulfills his promises. For example, if we are praying for an unbelieving spouse or an unbelieving son, we should confess that we have not been the perfect husband or wife or mother or father. We cannot trust in our performance. But this is not said uh, to discourage us. We should keep trying to improve, but 
our trust should always be in Christ and in the mercy of God. If we are to see revival, we need to understand that God will bring it because of his faithfulness and not because of our faithfulness. We cannot produce revival. We do not deserve it. We should come here in fear and trembling, but at the same time with confidence and trusting that he will answer. That is what Jacob did. He confessed his fears, but trusted in the promises of God. Jacob feared the worst regarding his brother's attitude. But God gave Esau the capacity to forgive, and they were reconciliated. Let us believe that God in his mercy will respond even better than we ask and think. As the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 3, he is powerful and takes pleasure in the exercise of his mercy. Amen.